Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Juku. I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my partner in crime, one and only, Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing well. We are here, gathered once again to talk about East Asian pop culture. As, of course, we talk, you know, we start every episode, we start with what's new. Kaz, what's new mm-hmm. with us? Maybe uh, I- maybe a little convention we just attended? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. Yeah, no, so um, we very much recently, I, I mean, like, we're, we're not going to act like we haven't talked about it for, like, the past four or five shows, but... Uh, we came, we saw, and we went to uh, Anime Central down there in the good old Chicago, Illinois. Um, we had us a a very well time. We had us a very a very well time. Yeah, <laughs> we had us a very well time. Yeah, new exactly. lingo for you out there. Um, um, we came, we saw, we conquered more or less. Uh, I got a got lot hats. of work done. I got a we got hats. Whole oh, fucking hats. I got a sad ass rabbit. Um. I got pajamas. Pedro got uh, some uh, a kigurumi or, or some footy pajamas, as some people like to call them. But they don't have to feed them. So yeah. that's why they're not footy pajamas. Um, we also we bought a bunch of shit over at the K-pop <laughs> booth, which we'll probably talk about a little bit later. Um, um, well, I'll have I, the video. We have like the video we shot of my haul. So and I'll have, go ahead and put that up there, including what we saw at the video booth. It, it, it's going to be some really cool stuff. I just got to get together and, you know actually edit yeah. it <laughs> whatnot um but we had fun but um, yeah we, no we had a we had a lot of fun we we hung out at the k-pop booth we made new friends we did a lot of cool shit um and then new music dropped while we were gone mm-hmm. so yes yeah, i guess we have to tunes. talk about that yeah some yeah. new tunes uh what, what what do you got what caught your attention this week so uh first uh we, we this kind of dropped right before we left um so we didn't give, get a chance to like kind of properly talk about it but monster x uh for those in the know uh of the formed group from um what was the show no mercy um, no mercy uh finally has been you know starting their promotions putting out songs doing all that kind of stuff this is one of their first called trespass um it, it's i i didn't like the video at first but kind of the more i watched it the more i looked at it the more i realized it's very much their style you know yeah. like it's very much kind of right in their wheelhouse of like the types of things that they would do um it, it fits with a lot of the things that they did during the show yeah like kind of style wise um and i don't know i i, I like the song overall i'm yeah. still not sold on the video it's a yeah. lot of it's a lot of stuff going on in the there's video a lot, there's a lot of there's a lot of posturing there's a lot of like kind of dumb moments it's like I got this gun. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing parkour in this hallway where I, there's absolutely no reason for me to be doing parkour. It would probably be a lot easier if I just ran straight down the hallway. But I'm going to hang on this pipe and swing on it and f- do a flip and shit. You got to uh, show off, man. You got to show off those those skills. Yeah, I'm going to call them skills. Um, um, I think... It, uh, if this, if they, uh, if there was a lot of moments and a lot of this feel of this, that if it was played as, as a straight comedy, mm-hmm. <laughs> it would it would be fine. 
but because it was just an odd like is this supposed to be funny or is this supposed to be cool are they supposed to seem you know hardcore like i think it's a little bit of everything right i i i think it's a video that doesn't know its own pathing right because there's supposed to be the sexy there's supposed to be the hard there's supposed to be the funny but it's not melded very well yeah um you know, it, it kind of is a little bit all over the place and it, it, it kind of goes from this, you know, kind of whirlwind of putting this group together and maybe not having a super clear path because you're not there was no way they were going to, you know, essentially know who was all going to be in the group and the kind of the kind of visual appeal of the characters or personality that they were going to have. So as they kind of settle in, I think we're going to get a lot more cool kind of visualizations and videos yeah. but their their music so far has a very clear path and it it, it works well together and that, yeah. that just goes from constantly having to perform constantly doing these things and most of them having been in the business for a while yeah so yeah. I, I think i look forward to what's going to come from monster x yes uh but what else you got kaz so what else I have is uh, uh, something that you wouldn't normally expect to get from me. I got a Girls' Day song for everyone out there. Um, Hello Bubble uh, by the girls from Girls' Day. Um, I don't know. It just kind of caught my attention. It was it was fun. Uh, I don't want to just say kind of fun, silly, irrelevant, but it kind of is fun, silly, irrelevant. Like it just is like really fun, really bubbly. Yeah, uh, kind of pop song, um, very much the girls' day kind of style, and I just I kind of like the color and visual visualization of yes. the video, especially the hair colors that were yeah, dyed with the Hello Bubble hair color brand that they were selling in this, <laughs> in this video. Because <laughs> yeah, this is a really like it, it, this is like following up uh, Orange Caramel's a Bing a Bing, which is for uh, like uh, for Vasco Robbins, and that same like this is for a project single. Which is for Hello Bubble hair colors. And they just, hey, let's put a cute song together about Hello Bubble. Uh, you changed me, made me more beautiful. I like you so much. Uh, it's just their tribute to their favorite hair coloring. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, that's why, that's why I'm kind of not like, oh, the song is awesome. It's a commercial. The song's still fun, you know, but it's not, it's not their best showing, you know. Yeah. yeah. But still I still, I still back. enjoy it. Yeah. I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It worked well, uh, and it's it involves it involves doing yeah uh, doing uh, he doing silly cute stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, last but not least. So last on my list is uh, I'm gonna have trouble with this young lady's name, but uh, Kim Bo Young. Kim Bo Kyung. Um, tablet, uh, which kind of when this video starts you, you assume it to be a lot darker but it has a lot kind of more of a poppy rock feel to it than yeah. i i expected from kind of when i first hit play on it but goddamn, if it's not a good fun song and i i kind of like liked it overall i liked how kind of more bright it was than dark it was in kind of its inception of, of what you're thinking it's gonna be yeah. So, 
Um, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it. I don't know a lot about her. Uh, I, I must admit, I don't. Uh, there's not much I, I have ever heard from her before. But I enjoyed what I heard, and I kind of want to hear more. Yeah, I'm not familiar with her, but I, I, from the, the, the persona in this video, I guess with the short hair, I guess... I would, I would, I would be inclined to think she's kind of a, a pink s character, character pink s style with that like, rock influenced, you know, singer songwriter, just pop singer, but with mm-hmm. kind of a slight edge, you know, with an edge, uh, but overall still making pop music, uh, but yeah, it, it this song is really kind of fun and the video is is kind of fun and like uh seeing her kind of just being she's lonely as hell and so so she says her she has a fake mannequin boyfriend uh she apparently who who she spent a good amount of money dressing up if she because because that's all hood by air on on like hood by air is not inexpensive it's not a cheap brand like uh so she she spent a lot of money dressing up that boyfriend mannequin uh (laughs) So uh, I, I imagine I I I I I, 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 I know her frustration not getting any feedback. Like I bought you nice clothes, uh, I treat you nicely. Why don't you talk back to me, you inanimate object? Uh, but yeah, overall it's a fun video. It's kind of a cool song. Yeah, uh, I, I'm 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 going to keep. I'm going to check out more of uh, Kimbo Kyung's uh stuff uh it's, it's gonna be interesting to see what what her style uh, to explore her style and her music yeah i i feel the same like i enjoyed it overall and now i kind of want to go look at more of her stuff and like see what she has to offer so like i'm definitely gonna definitely i'm definitely gonna definitely check her out yes <laughs> definitely gonna definitely um but yeah, so what is new with me is a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, some, of course, more new music. But uh, first of all, uh, the return of XO on crack. Uh, there's always a constant stream of different XO cracks uh, or different boy group crack videos. But I wanted to zero in on one of my favorites. One of my favorite accounts is Swaglicious Puppasaurus. Swaglicious Puppasaurus. Uh put out a couple of XO on crack uh, videos. Mm-hmm. First of all, he like he did like he or she did with uh, I'm, I'm presuming she uh, like he or she did with the overdose release an overdose comeback. Uh, they put together an XO on crack. Call me baby special. Uh, of course, with the classic intro, uh, it's call me baby special. So many fun moments, so much, so much hilarity. <laughs> I I, yeah. I love I like cute. like I like the EXO on crack stuff just because yeah not all the jokes land and not all of them are great you know not it's it's not it doesn't bat a hundred it doesn't bat a thousand uh, that's for sure but it's not a bad two minutes to spend it's not a bad way to spend two minutes on the internet like just like just divert yourself with some silliness and craziness uh. We got the Call Me Baby special uh, with some <laughs> some great jokes in there. We also got an official entry into the XO on Crack series with XO yeah. on Crack 8 uh, with more solid stuff. 
callbacks to the to the wolf moments with the with the the thriller in the beginning. Uh, it's just some some fun moments. Cass, did you enjoy these new entries into the XO and Crack Lexicon? Um, I did. They they seem to have uh for, for them to be from two different uploaders. They seem to have a lot of similar stuff well, in them. Well, this is from uh, the, this is the same series. This is the same uploader. This is Swaglicious Puppetosaurus. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was two different uploaders. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it, it it was pretty cute. It was pretty funny. Like the the XO and Crack stuff, it, like you said, can be very hit or miss. Um, but I did kind of somewhat enjoy like i enjoyed a lot of the the making fun of um like a lot of the xo uh xom members being gone <laughs> yes <laughs> like please please don't leave me <laughs> towel crying it's like oh we're going fell down uh but yeah this was, was a lot of like cool like moments uh they you know like the my name is my name is my name is kaya <laughs> Uh, so it's just a lot of cuteness. Uh, I like it. Uh, XO on crack never leave me. Uh, <laughs> it's like I could, I can, I could hear, I could seriously, I could hear you getting hard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go ahead and check out XO on crack. It's better with sound and the, the, and in motion. Uh, but moving on to new music releases. Speaking of SM boy groups, uh, we got a new shiny. We have a whole new yeah. album from Shiny with uh, with an album cover that looks like it's straight out of like the early '90s alt grunge movement. Have you seen it? Like with that clown toy. Uh, but yeah. we got uh, accompanying that we got uh, a new title track, a new uh, promotional track with View. Uh, it's a really interesting direction. It's a very interesting direction visually for the for the group in this video. It is it is surprisingly down to earth visually like it's just them mm-hmm. in like t-shirts and like shorts and like partying in la um uh i bet you know what it's funny i i didn't notice the part where they get kidnapped in the beginning yeah no i, I wanted that, to talk this about is my that, first right? viewing um, this is my first <laughs> time i've noticed that part because i always like put it on i look at to set something else up and i come back and you know they're just hanging out in la you know with people and stuff uh, no, no, I've never I wanted that to part. talk about that uh, because it's very much like they get kidnapped and then they're just kind of hanging out with their kidnappers because it's cool, you know. Because hey, Stockholm syndrome, you know. Yeah, and then, now they're on the run. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's Stockholm syndrome. The video. Um, so and I, I knew how that had to be a twist. Uh, but yeah, as far as the song, it's very much. Like a a catchy song, the verses shine. Like, oh the, yeah, no, I I really really enjoyed yeah. the song. Yeah, like it, and it I I so kind of also enjoyed the um the like kind of dance that they're doing. Like, yeah. I want to watch the dance version of this video because the dance seems really fun and interesting. Yeah, like it it was really well done. It's like has a cool style to it. Like the the I I did notice that the couple of them are looking quite uh well built <laughs> especially your boy minho uh yeah uh minho looking a lot better physically fit 
than he does on that cover we kept noticing or i kept <laughs> noticing at the k-pop booth uh, that i couldn't process yeah the, the one you kept like just happening to come across and be like god damn it it just kept kept catching my eye but i'm I'm, li- I'm 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 glad he hit the gym i'm just i'm glad he finally hit he got around to hitting the gym uh but yes uh what well, what what else did you think about the the song the video um, I don't know. Like I said, I just I I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did, you know. But like when the as the more I listened to it, I was just like, holy shit! I really enjoyed this. And, it, and like you said, it does have this when you when you forget about the whole fact that they have been kidnapped and now they are kind of Stockholm syndrome to their captors. Um, it is a very like kind of chill fun video like it, it, it's not super over the top but it's just really chill and nice like i liked it like which is weird for a shiny video they should be in like elaborate multi-step costumes that shine and like uh <laughs> they they need to have like hats or military outfits or some shit like that <laughs> like that's just it makes friends for a shiny video it almost feels like there's something there's another layer like this is all a dream they're really in this, you know, post-apocalyptic dystopian future or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's odd, oddly normal for a shiny video. Uh, but moving on to some more new tunes. Uh, Zion T, a dude yeah, who we both enjoy. Zion T bringing forth more of the groove uh, with his new track, Eat. Uh, off of his new uh, his new uh, album, I believe, or mini album. Uh, I know there's like a, all I know is there's a new song called "Eat," uh, and it's a, it's it's more of that like groovy kind of low key, uh, smooth style that we know of Zion T. This is more at least recently. Uh, uh, we know recently of Zion T. It's more of the mellow uh, style that you, you've gotten from him. We've gotten from him lately, and I really like it. Like it's the song is cool. Like the 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 lyrics are nice, and like the the style of it is cool. The video is interesting from like a cinematog cinematography point of view. Yeah, uh, there's like a lot of interesting moments that tie into the lyrics and the mood of the song. Like. It just works really well on a couple of different levels. So what do you think, Kaz? Um, I don't know. I felt the same. Like, I, it's really interesting. The girl in the video is very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and point that out. Uh, but I don't know. I, I kind of like the visualization. I love the kind of. I mean, Zion T is always kind of gonna be out there a little bit because that's just his thing. But like, I just kind of overall did really kind of enjoy the the style and feel of the video like and then kind of that reveal of him being a phone <laughs> yeah <laughs> like um yeah. Is, yeah. is really interesting as well because I, I like i didn't understand it at first and like i i was just like why is his glasses cracked why he's just on the floor in random places and it's just like oh because her phone and she's kind of when she's mad she just tosses it somewhere you know yeah uh, but yeah no i and i fucking like there's nothing you can really say that we haven't already said a million times about how much we love zion T's just 
style and music and things like that. So, yeah, Zion yeah. T. Yeah, go go listen to some Zion T. Learn yourself something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, treat yourself. Uh, but yeah, finally, last but not least, uh, we have an interesting kind of a. New, it's a song that I've talked about before that happened on Unpretty Rap Star. Uh, yeah. that was made for that, uh, and you know, was performed there. We have Jimin kind of doing a self produced music video for the show Four Show or Four Things Show. Uh, it's a show on Mnet. I think it's focusing on, uh, different artists, which I haven't seen the full episode of. I've only seen clips of. I've never even the, heard of this till right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, to show that they, so far it's like in their 18th episode. Um, I definitely want to check out. It's on Mnet. Uh, and it was, she, I guess she produced this music video for her song Puss. Uh, and I wanted to have it as a kind of an interesting presentation of that song, which uh, I have to say, I, I kind of enjoy. It's kind of like, like just the idea of this, this adorable little girl from like AOA going, she's a motherfucking top madam. Like, like, uh, mm-hmm. But it, it kind of, it, it works. Yeah. It's, it's a little, it's a little try hard, <laughs> but it's fun and the song is fun and you kind of just like enjoy it for the hell of it. Like enjoy it for like the, 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 the braggadocious fun that it is. Uh, and hearing, uh, G-Men say that she's a motherfucking top madam. And she's popping bottles and shit like that. Like it's, it's kind of fun. And she's she's, and her voice is interesting. Like I think like her biggest strength is how unique her voice is, and yeah. how she uses it to her advantage and how she kind of owns it. Uh, also, uh, I I don't know how I appreciate her stealing uh, our group's word, which is pus pus. <laughs> That's a kind of a DKG family word, uh, unless I'm mistaken. We call each other yeah. poos poos. Well, you want to be a poos poos. Uh, <laughs> that's mainly a curly thing, I would say. We've all, we yeah, yeah. Imagine we've adopted it at some point. Uh, it's kind of like the the thing within within the world of lingo of kind of dkg things that either me curly or someone else has like put out there so like that's that is one of the curly ones to be like oh push push you will push push yeah but yeah what, what did you think Kaz? um i the video was very much like you could tell it's like show up all right this is what we got all right, cool. I could work with this kind of video. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, put a camera there, put a light there. Uh, shit. Um, hey, the dude in the suit. Yeah, come, come here. Come, just stand right there while I, while I fucking go through this verse of the song. Like, it, yeah. it, it has a very slap together feel, but it still came out really well. Um, and like you said, the song is fun. Um, it, it's a very fun song. Yeah. And I don't know. It just, it also goes with this thing of just like, first you have Bobby Wynn show me the money, and now you have, now you have Jimin when you know, um, when songs on un- Pretty Rap Stars, uh, like she won right. one of the songs, like she and, and and she's like the most standout of of everyone, right? Well, her she and Jesse, a, like, 
Uh, not Jesse. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just it's kind of fun. Well, in the in the the two people of of these two shows who have like kind of taken off from them, you know. Luckily, um, I think Cheetah's hopefully getting some some recognition. But yeah, go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I would definitely love to see Cheetah get recognition as well. But I don't know. It's just kind of interesting, you know, like. Because it's just this very odd thing to think, like you, you wouldn't have thought either one of them were going to win, and they both did. So, yeah. in in a sense, you know, yeah. like Bobby very clearly won, whereas uh, Unpretty Repsar wasn't necessarily a winner kind of thing. But yeah, she is definitely having the best showing of all the girls there. Yeah. Like in in how much this has helped her kind of move up a few levels. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Those are some of the songs that caught our attention, some of the things that were new. Uh, we're going to hop over to our headlines, talk about what's happening in the, in the news and the happenings, some things. Uh, so join us, won't you? Huh? Uh. Howdy, welcome back to our headline segment, where we talk about the topical topics and things going on, some headlines and articles that caught my attention. First of all, 10-year-old girl who wrote a poem about killing mom says adults are idiots is still the best. Uh, so we talked about this young girl who kind of uh, put together a poem uh, kind of as a reaction of being sick of like, you know... Uh, how she cram school. cram schooling and hogwans and like uh, and things like that. Uh, and here's a follow up. You know, uh, they they got her in her interview. Uh, I'll read the article. The uh, from Asian Junkie, of course, because you love Asian Junkie. Uh, the emo queen, death metal front woman, ten year old girl that wrote the poem about killing and eating her mom gave an interview recently, telling everybody that it was just a poem. So please go away. <laughs> On May 11th, A had an interview with Jungang Ilbo to give her own thoughts on this issue. She said, Is it wrong of children to have scarier thoughts than adults? A poem is just a poem, but I think adults who are accepting this as truth find it very cruel. Translation, Jeez, Mom, it's just a goddamn poem. You're blowing it out of proportion. Get out of my room! Basically. Uh, she saw it as I, she saw it as, uh, I did, uh, ATFP did, which was just a poem to express herself, and she's basically ta- talking down to adults in her statement, like, "Oh yeah, of course the adults are reading it like it was it was for real or something." So I see how these peons can find it mean. Psh. Unfortunately, she's reconsidering whether she wants to write poetry. When asked about her thoughts on the publication company's retrieval and disposal of the book of poems, A stated, "At first, I was not happy, but now I'm okay. However, I do not know if I'll keep writing poems in the future." Great. She's not even mad. She just doesn't want to deal with all your bullshit anymore. And you just lost the future leader of Korean baby metal. Good job, assholes. Um, it's a fun little follow-up from from this girl. Uh, she sounds mm-hmm. kind of awesome. Uh, though it is kind of a bummer to think that she would be put off of uh, creative writing because of all this. Uh, because you, you hate to see somebody who might be into you know who might find that as a way to express themselves be put off the idea of expressing themselves i don't know did yeah. you have any thoughts Kaz? 
I mean, it's it's one of those things. It it it's one of those things that very much happens when the when too much pressure is put on something that shouldn't have been in the first place, right? Like she kind of, and and you can't even say if whether all the bullshit around it caused her to not want to write anymore or whatever, but it very much comes off that way, you know? Like, it very much comes off that, like, I wrote this thing, I put it out there, whether whether it was this this wholehearted futuristic thing of, like, this is what I want to do with my life or whatever. Like, we, we also have to keep in mind the kid is 10, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> let, let's let, because because of the fact that we thought it was really cool and creative and interesting, let's not try to determine the rest of her life yeah. <laughs> for her in saying, Oh my God, she could be the next greatest writer of all time. You know, um, because she took a moment of, of self creativity. She's fucking Ted. Let, let her keep going, you know? Yeah. Um, because it, it, in that sense, he could almost make us just as bad as the people who poo poo it. You know, yeah. we being the, the upright, person and thinking you're taking the right example of being like this kid needs to now be the world's greatest fucking writer you know because her creativity stands you know to to show how, you know whatever it is um yeah. th- that you want to take the righteous side for like you can very much push her away from wanting to be creative just as much as the people who are yeah. saying what she did was wrong and, and kind of like, like how the like overzealous parents putting like their kids into like say uh little league baseball like when you mm-hmm. your kid, your dad just gets a little too involved and then you're going on 15 you know going on uh, every travel league he can get on you, you get you on like and little league and putting on you in camps and like things like that it could yeah. make you just want to quit there's an entire in fact a whole article on why like why uh, that i found on facebook why kids quit sports <laughs> and like uh and it's a lot like that but you also hate to see the uh her get discouraged by this um either way this was a fun little kind of like follow-up for for to kind of see her like say get you know kind of put adults in their place like y'all adults are dumb because really adults are dumb really yeah i mean it, right. I, I, and I, I view it from both sides that it's very dumb. Like, even from the side that ITFB is taking, where it's just like you know, yeah, you're 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 putting just as much pressure as anyone else by trying to say like this is you know she needs to stand up for this da 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 da. Like, you know yeah. what? We need to stand up for it in the sense that we should let creativity be creativity. Even the little girl has said it's creativity for creativity. Her mom has said it's creativity for creativity. That should have been the end of it. Yeah. On, on everybody's front. Yeah. Like we, we as, as the people who see it as okay from the beginning, shouldn't be, uh, setting up marches in the streets about it. And we Lean just also back. need to tell the, we just also need to tell the other people who are looking at it as some evil, ridiculous, against God kind of thing to also just step back. You know, Lean the the back. people who should matter in this have said it's creativity for creativity. You know, the kid said it's creativity for creativity. The mom said it's creativity for creativity. End of argument. Yes. Um, but yeah, good luck, kid. It's freaking, there's a fly attacking me. Uh, <laughs> But moving on. Right. Uh, 
this really cool little article that caught my attention. Uh, uncovering the underground, the Korean indie rock scene, and the ten best bands. Um, this right. is a really so, cool like article. I probably not going to go through all of it. It does kind of make a, a it, it talks about you know K-pop and the cultural phenomenon known as K-pop, and it kind of brings out the idea of what the what could be the conception of of Korean music because of it. And then makes a point of saying, well, you know, hey, there's some other stuff. Uh, and it does a really good job of explaining kind of where to look for it, how to, what's it about, a little bit like uh, the different moods and the different uh, ways you can encounter it. Uh, and some great websites you, so you can look at, you know, including uh, koreanindie.com, doindie.co.kr, Korea Gig Guide, uh, Indie Street, a bunch of cool stuff. All right, let's talk about... And then it lists the bands. So let's talk about some of the bands uh, yeah. that are here on this list. Uh, Jambina. Jambinai. Uh, outstanding amalgamation of traditional Korean instrumentation and composition, compositional mean. Uh, the collaborative magnum opus with Korean metal maven's vast line is a tour de force. Uh, really cool stuff. It, it looks like, you know, they kind of bridge, like, using gaigums and... Uh, and like you know, different styles and like rock instruments, and it's really cool. I also uh, have a MySpace link. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't win them all. They do. They they, they cover your bases. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, no, MySpace is, is has become like this really great place to find interesting music, uh, yeah. according to everyone in the world. Yeah, apparently that's kind of become their their thing. Yeah. Uh, no, I was not collapsing again. I was trying to get that fly. Uh, <laughs> like it's odd time to collapsing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, MySpace is kind of becoming a, a music sp- music space uh, yep. in that regard. Uh, next one, Asian Chair Shot, a group that I yeah. saw live at South by Southwest at K-pop night out, and I could say from my personal experience and from listening before, they are really cool. Like like odd really cool interesting group that yeah like they say post-rock psychedelia buzz guitar kind of has a really especially live like they're if at all possible <laughs> if you if you if for all those people that are listening in korea or are going to korea go check out asian chair shot live uh if you happen to get lucky and they come to the states at some point soon again that'd be great but go check them out they are really fantastic live um but yeah they are that kind of the psychedelic like spacey really cool like odd rock sound that that i thoroughly enjoy um patience (laughs) patience hybrid punk uh is the the, the words they they start off with uh i'm not familiar with the group but uh they look interesting yeah and uh, like before you go on right i just want to say that like this is something we've been talking about right we we've been talking about that ideal of uh of finding more interest in the other avenues of korean music right like whether it's the um kind of more original style of singing uh, like kind of not original, but the more cultural sides of Korean singing um, and kind of these other stylings. And I think 
at some point that same thing happened in Japanese music where at first it was kind of all about kind of maybe the J-pop a little bit, or probably more the J-rock a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then other people started to find these different stylings and it kind of went into the J-pop. And now even the J-rap has kind of grown like a, a lot. And in the kind of Korean music thing, you you have standouts of things like you have standouts like Busker Busker, of, yeah, and standouts of you know in the Korean pop music scene and stuff like that. And the Korean rap is really a big thing. Um, and I think now we've started to have the standouts in Korean indie rock and Korean just rock music in general. And I think that's creating this this not void but taste like people want more of it and people want to find more of it so that's why a lot of these bands are starting to get this this you know yeah like the bigger fact, appeal like the fact that like we got two indie rock groups a in at k-pop night out and a mm-hmm. and the barbarettes which which are very you know homegrown and grassroots uh fed uh group you know kind of having their own unique style and like that the fact that they were there at k-pop night out like it's like this is the k-pop night out and then they do these like oh well actually we're gonna go ahead and give you this diverse lineup of music and they were part of it um yeah it, it's really looking for, uh, I'm, I'm glad that there is some recognition uh, uh especially from uh, magazines like 10 mag which is cool um Next up on the list, some people that I've talked about at length on this show <laughs> and others, uh, and a multitude of others, including you know not just record breakers, but I even made sure to bring them up on on the A3K podcast the first time I showed up uh, because I want to shout their name from the rooftops. Uh, love Exterio, uh, mm-hmm. y'all have heard me talk about it on the show how much I love them, especially the new album. Go check out the new album. It is fantastic. I mean, look at me. I got all the physical copies. You know I'm part of the fandom. I got all the physical copies. So, show Love Exterior some love. Tell them I sent you. Uh, Dark Dark Mirrors of Tragedy. (laughs) That is just a bad image. Um, It's it's a death metal group. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Michelle. (laughs) <laughs> it's a, it's an odd image but you know what uh, they're on this list uh so i'm gonna definitely give them a shot so you should give them a shot dark mirror mm-hmm. of tragedy definitely an interesting use of spelling of the word of but you got the idea mm-hmm. um billy mm-hmm. carter <laughs> as a congress as you can get two girls and a guy throwing country blues rockability and rr and rock and roll into a cauldron to produce a real down home stew. Uh, it's intriguing. The yeah. Geeks. No, not Geeks, the hip hop duo, but The Geeks. Uh, the first Korean punk band to tour the US and progenitors of Korea's straight edge scene. Uh, they formed in 99 uh, and been nice. going in strong so well. So they've, they've got a legacy. So definitely go check them out. Uh, they're the most popular hardcore band in Korea. Uh, <laughs> we might have to check them out. <laughs> mm-hmm. They've been going for, for, for a while now, so they're, they're, they've been hustling. Um, Mookie Mook Mansu. 
say that five times fast. Mookie Mookie Mokmansu. If you can get past the name, uh, this offbeat duo project and uh, pro- this offbeat duo project an indie sound reminiscent of Sibo Mato using only guitar and Korean drums. Again, tr- you know, mixing traditional instruments with uh, uh, new sounds, which is cool. Uh, another cool group I've I've heard of, and I've I think I've heard a few of their songs. Rock and Roll Radio. <laughs> um, the name kind of says it all. Says it all. They're rock and roll. They're rock and roll, and they make you dance. Uh, and they've played Southwest. The South by Southwest veterans. They played multitude of times. Uh, I've I they didn't play this last year. Or I would have seen them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they played on that second night that was on the same night as Japan night. I'll have to see. Uh, but another cool gr- group, rock and roll. Uh, doing rock and roll music. Check out rock and roll radio. Uh, and lastly, Kingston Rudy Ska. <laughs> okay. uh, in case you thought Haha and Skull were the only ones obsessed with Jamaican music. Kingston, Rudy Ska, or uh, Ska Powered Nonet, formed in 2004, and are probably the most well-known Ska band in the country. Many members are accomplished jazz players, which makes sense. Uh, and, you know, they, they just uh, blended kind of a cool sound uh, that I'm eager to check out for the sake of our, our mutual friend, Drew, who is a big Ska fan. Um, but yeah, check out indie music people out there check out some different sounds different yeah. groups that, that might catch your attention i mean uh, that's kind of what the whole point in finding music in different regions and different parts of the world and sometimes you start with a similar sound you know like i very much started with pop music and moved around the, the world in in my love of pop music and landed in japan you know and from there, you know, I kind of I kind of branched out and found other things that had very similar sounds that I ended up loving. Um, and, and then it made me want to discover things in that appeal that were different, you know. So, yeah, I loved Japanese pop music. And then I came across Korean pop music, which is very much reminiscent of American pop music with just a different flavor to it and it kind of has that Japanese pop feel to it and it has a very American pop feel to it but it mm-hmm. blends it in a way that I enjoy a lot better um, most of the time and then again with Korean rap music right it is very reminiscent of this thing that I already know in American rap music and just other rap music from around the world but I love the blending of it most of the time I love kind of the, the silliness or the how it presents itself sometimes uh there are other times that i've talked about where i don't so much rap monster um he's but grown he's grown we've, we've um, come around on him I think. but you know that's kind of that's kind of the thing that you do right you take something that you kind of have some appeal for and you see if it exists somewhere else and then you kind of learn the appeal of how it exists there why it exists there what the styling is and a lot of this stuff you could probably trace back a lot of these rock groups and things like that you could probably trace back to something that you already know and already have an appeal for and then just see how they've twisted it see how they've made it their own see what they do with it i can tell you asian chair shot really good in the way that they kind of twist and make things their own the same with love exterior um 
who, as PD said, he's talked about on length before. And I'm pretty sure you could find that kind of similar styling in other places, but it just does something for PD that appeals to him yeah. um, very much so. Yeah. So. Um, there you go. go. Go check out some new. Check out some music. That's our directive for you. That's our homework for you. Find something that you haven't heard before. That's our mm-hmm. homework. We're hand, we're handing out homework on this podcast now. <laughs> um. All right. Moving on to another interesting headline. Uh, you and me, Ray, and Sony Pictures settled dispute over payday usage in the interview, which is good to know. Uh. That lawsuit, remember that lawsuit that you and Miriam Field Good Music filed against Sony Pictures for unauthorized use of payday in the interview? Well, it's just come mm-hmm. to an end in the form of a settlement in which Sony Pictures admits wrongdoing. A Sony Pictures representative stated, We acknowledge that we used Yumi Ray's song Payday before receiving an official license. We want to emphasize that the fact that the track was included in does not mean that Yoon Mi Rae, Tiger JK, or Feel Good Music condones the content of the film. Uh, both sides have amicably resolved this matter, so we hope not to have to talk about this issue anymore. Uh, it's like, see, what had happened was... <laughs> <laughs> Besides the money involved, based on the statement, it seems important to them that they weren't... That they weren't associated with the movie at all, which is understandable given the political climate in the region. The fact that the interview was a pretty shitty movie that got hyped up due to other crap. Um, this is cool for, for Yumi Ray, kind of uh, redemption and not having to be associated mm-hmm. with a shitty movie. Uh, this is good for Yumi Ray, right? This is good. This is amazing. At least without getting paid for it. Exactly. Yeah. She didn't have to be associated without having had made the money. Exactly. So, there you go. And now <laughs> she gets the both best, best of both worlds. She gets money. And she gets to disavow this movie. Win-win. <laughs> uh, win-win for everyone. Exactly. And now part, she can party on like it's her payday. Um, speaking of settlements... Court locks Chris Lujan, SM Entertainment, in a room. Tells him not to come out until shit is sorted. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're serious, huh? Damn it. I swear to you, I will kill this fly. Um, all right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> of course, we got an updated, uh, amazing updated uh, to the uh, Battle Royale picture. Uh, we are at Battle Royale 10, Age of Old Tau. Uh, of course, is uh, associated with Sully is coming back, bitches. Uh, and Team Charter Fried. Operation Open Window Part 2. Uh, which is fine. Which is fun. Fantastic. Thank you, G-Buster. Uh, are you tired of the drama between former EXO members Chris and Lujan and their former company SM Entertainment? Are you tired yes. of them stretching this out for God knows how long? Yeah. Well, the court is too. And they have now ordered them to settle the matter with an arbitrator. Uh, or they'll settle it for them. <laughs> uh, they're going to arbitration, which is fun for, which is really fun for me as a baseball fan. Uh, according to the judicial judici- judicial pool on May 18th, the sole cent- sole central district court. Let me drink some water real quick. Let me just let me. <laughs> Ah, the sole central district court ruled and appointed an 
an official arbitrator and is forced forcing compulsory mediation for the contract nullification lawsuits against Anderson Entertainment by Chris and Lujan. If a settlement offer is not accepted by the warring party, <laughs> the warring party, the Justice Dis- Department may take the authority in their own hands and force a reconciliation settlement using the compulsory mediation system. The Justice Department stated that if both parties, Chris and Lujan versus SNM Entertainment, both do not voice an objection to this ruling within the next two weeks, the compulsory mediation will act as both a settlement and a final ruling. Translation, you are wasting our goddamn time. We know you're going to have at least a half a dozen more of these suits over the next year, so let's get this done with, for fuck's sake. Oh, we should also mention, right, total, not sidetrack, but sidetrack, right, a derailment of sorts, right? We did go, we we, we did make promises of trying to find the Chris and Lujan jerseys, yeah. uh, and, and we tried. We we gave it the old college effort. Those things are gone, man. <laughs> the All the jerseys are gone. All the jerseys are gone. Now they're all like, well, it's because it's kind of winter time, so it's all you know, hoodies and and you know, and things like that, and and jackets. Which some of those jackets are pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but I will definitely say we did we did ask at the one or two K-pop booths that we found that we saw that had you know, clothing. There was one that did have a Chris, uh, but I think it was a hoodie. Or no, a we had, had like a Luhan like thing. I know this because yeah. I. Uh, it was gonna be. I think I, I. I think we decided I was gonna be the Chris. And you were gonna be Luhan. Yeah. Wait. Do we? Wait. Was I Luhan? Uh, I don't. Know. I, I, yeah. Um. But we did make an effort. We we did want the jerseys. There there were other things that we could have gotten, but it was just like I I kind of I would want a jersey. Yeah. Uh, it, it's part of the whole bit. It it's the bit. Um. Yeah. I will. All right. So uh, I will say, the the people that ran that booth uh, double checked. Uh, they're in fact the same people that have the K-pop store one county up from me, mm-hmm. one county north of me. So I could either go there, uh, or I could. Uh, there's also Florida Supercon coming up, and I'm fairly certain they're going to have a booth there. Uh, so yep. I can definitely. Uh, try and get the jerseys there. So I will, I'll updates pending. Uh, keep stay tuned. Stick tuned. Um, both Chris and Luhan's attorneys stated to Star News: We are currently reviewing the compul- compulsory arbitration forwarded to us by the Justice Department. We cannot release any detailed information. SM Entertainment, on the other hand, have not made any comments regarding compulsory. Uh, no comment. No comment from either side. Blah blah blah. Um, thank God I never understood why the courts didn't force action. So please just let's just get this over with. And since they're clearly their careers have moved on, EXO have moved on, and Tao is the drama of the moment and has seemingly moved on himself. Lego. Um, yeah. So they're going into arbitration. Yeah. Uh, it seems like we're finally going to get some, you know, a, a <laughs> closure. Maybe. No, we won't. No, it's still going to take a while before yeah. anything happens, um, because one SM is not going to back down. No. And I think with with all that is going on and all that has happened at this moment, 
knowing kind of knowing some things about law not enough um we'll we'll ask a lawyer at some point but from my remedial understanding of law this is still going to take a while this just means at some point we will have a definitive thing and a lot sooner than if it was going through kind of the the normal justice system and and this is also the korean justice system which i have no real understanding of i'm just kind of piecing together on things that i know and based off the knowledge that i have of the american justice system so normally when things like this happen and they kind of do the whole like you know you guys got to mediate it out and then by law we will say what can stick and what won't um is pretty much what's going on so a lot of what's going to happen in those rooms are going to be discussions on money how much money how much of this how much of that according to this according to that according to what you had said previous and and all these kind of other things um is kind of the things that are going to happen so these things are going to going to happen over the next couple of weeks most likely um almost could almost still take up to a few more years uh if not a few more months at the shortest so there will be something definitive that will come out of this how much it will stick after it we won't know because then it has to become some kind of case law generally once again more going on the knowledge of the american justice system than the korean justice system um and you know then you have to kind of go from there and and see what happens and for a lot of the people who right now are yelling at their ipods or or screen or whatever and going you know oh but what about when this group sued their their company and this that and the other a lot of those things never really stuck overall a lot of those things don't necessarily represent the goings on now with certain things you know so it's all it's all it's also being very so yeah yeah it, it, it it's kind of going to be taken on a case-by-case basis you know and yeah. companies are always going to look for ways around that of course um and until that wholeheartedly changes we're going to see these kind of situations happen in the future you know like if anyone remembers mm, sorry if anyone remembers like we still haven't heard word from a lot of uh, like um, you know, a lot of other groups and people who are in similar situations at, at this moment, because a lot of these things are happening and a lot of these things have to be backroom deals. A lot of these things have to be mediated out. And then we get to hear about it. We, we, you always are going to hear the ramp up and then you're not going to hear anything while actual mediation is taking place. And then you get the aftermath. Yeah. So right now we're in a pretty good point as far as getting a resolution is whether or not we like the resolution that comes from it is what we have to now wait to see yeah um i will throw this idea out there and we don't have to get in depth in it i just wanted to throw the idea that i was thinking of that i wonder if a lot of these lockups and a lot of these issues could be solved by if like it is in the states if you're if in k-pop if the management agency and the record label were separate Mm -hmm. unlike there is in korea because like the way it works in the states you have people that manage your careers and that's your management agency Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, you have record labels, you have publishing agencies, you have you know, those, and usually those are even even more separate amongst themselves, but they are people that record and publish and things like that. Your management agency, their job is to manage your career and represent you and your interests. And their, their job is your interests, whereas the record labels are, job is their interests and their record sales and their money intake. So, but in Korea, they're the same company. <laughs> yeah. Hence, conflict of interest. <laughs> or basically complete control and ability to, like, put you in the situation where you can't, you have no alternative but to sign the contract that heavily favors them. Um, yeah. I don't know. And I mean, we had that here for for a time you know we had we had situations like that but what happens is you know one person sues and and you know says a certain thing and and gets a certain president sent and then that's the president that is set you know forever and for everyone uh whereas here it seems to constantly be handled on a case-by-case basis even when you you kind of get these situations where even the court is like okay no that cannot happen you know like those, those things can no longer happen and then it seems some mediation has happened and instead of 10 year contracts, you get seven year contracts, you know, um, instead of, you know, this, you get that. And it's still, it's still just as bad. You know, it's still not all that great, but I don't know. It's all a wait and see kind of situation. Seven year contracts that mysteriously get renewed without anybody Mm. knowing. Um, but there's some baseball players and fucking basketball players that would love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that's because they have to get paid though. Yeah, that's true. Well, there's guaranteed money there. There's no money in K-pop contracts. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, moving on to the last little little headline. Speaking of groups that uh had to sell physical copies, um. Buy 2,000 identical CDs to visit Hot Springs with this idol group. Save them from disbandment. Uh, many Japanese idol groups, such as the mega popular AKB48, package incentives in with their CDs to get fans to buy multiple copies of the exact same thing. In AKB48's case, the group occasionally includes voting ballots within special election singles to, that allow fans to vote for the member that will be featured most prominently in a new song. Uh, like AKB48, up-and-coming rock idol group Deep Girl is using a, using a system of incentives to d- encourage fans to buy their debut single, which will be released this summer. However, the group is taking an even more drastic approach by using a tiered system of prizes along with the very real threat that the group will I- be instantly disbanded if their song doesn't make it into the Oricon Weekly Top 10. Uh, the rock idol, you know, rock idol unit Deep Girl was formed formed on the TV show Deep Girl. Uh, the group is comprised of seven female, comprised of seven female members. They're kind of rocky, whatever. Um, the debut single, also named Surprise Surprise, Deep Girl. Uh, I wonder if the album is gonna be called Deep Girl. It's gonna be like Bad, uh, uh Bad Company, like uh, yeah. Deep Girl with Deep Girl off of Deep Girl. Uh. The disc includes the original version of the track plus a karaoke version, the, the track and the instrumental. 
Each CD jacket will feature one of the members for a total of seven different versions. Cause like that, you know, that, that different member versions, cause you got to sell them at least seven copies. Uh, check out the trailer. Yeah. It's thing. The release of the CD single comes with this very serious stipulation. However, if the group's debut single doesn't reach the Oricon's weekly top 10, the group will be disbanded as a further incentive to, to buy up as many CDs as possible. Uh, each first press edition, first press editions of the single will each come bundled with a star shaped voucher, which can be redeemed for the following prizes. Let's head, let's, let's, let's enjoy Let's, let's look at these prizes. One star. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can participate in a future handshake event with the group. Yeah, kind okay. Of yeah, kind of classic. Just you could, you, you buy yeah. the album, you get to go to the handshake event. That's kind of standard, you know, pretty cool. Five stars. Okay, five copies of the album. Uh, you can take photos with the members at said future handshake event. Okay. Five to ten stars. I don't know what... The, I don't know if it's like you have to like... If you have to hand in all eight of your stars. If you only have eight. and I don't know. The group will send a movie ve- movie message just for you. Ooh. Ooh. 30 stars. The group will go to karaoke with all eligible star holders. <laughs> okay. 50 stars. The group will write a letter just for you. Wait, shouldn't Okay. No, go ahead, go ahead. Keep going. I'll I'll work on this later. Okay. 75 stars. The group will send you a morning wake-up call for one week. I imagine that you know every day? Every day for one week. I imagine okay. one for each member for cuz there's seven. Um 100 stars. The group will hold a photography session with you. You also get to share their homemade cookies. 150 stars. You can participate in an hour-long phone conversation with the members. (laughs) 300 stars. You can have lunch with a member of your choice, including an ear cleaning. It's it's a thing. It's a a thing in Japan. I know. I, I think most people who are listening to this now. Probably, yeah. Uh, 500 stars. You can have dinner with a member of your choice, includes a near cleaning, and taking Purikura together. Uh, Purikura. You gotta Google that? I gotta <laughs> Google that. I'm sorry. I'm not familiar. Photo booth. Okay. okay. We could have said photo booth. Sheesh. No, they couldn't. They have to say Purikura. Purikura. All right. Uh... 1,000 stars, you can have a day-long date with a member of your choice. If the circumstances work out, it may even culminate with fireworks. I'm, I'm thinking they mean literal fireworks. Like, there's, you'll, you'll have, you know, the, at the end of the day. That, Eric, that's what you're thinking. That's not what everyone else is thinking. <sighs> 2,000 stars, you can go on a hot springs trip together. But be warned. There is no mixed bathing. No so mixed thought- bathing, but there's going to be more fireworks. <laughs> yeah. Well, Deep Girl is in the first group All to right. try to raise the number. Hold to- on. All right. I, I do want to say, I, there's just one set in here that I have a problem with, right? Yeah. Just if one. I get to go with them uh, to karaoke... 
why would I not rather have that than the fucking letter? Like, I think the letter should be 30 and the karaoke should be 50. Just yeah. saying. That's me. Don't know about you. Unless it's like a Patreon thing. Do you, like, if, I wonder if it's like Patreon where you get even if you are at 50 stars, you get the things previous as well. Maybe if you have 80 stars, you can do the 50 and the 30. Or maybe, you, is it, I don't know, is it 50 you get everything before or do you or do you use these vouchers for each of these prizes yeah i'm starting to think maybe use these vouchers for each of these prizes like use the 50 for the letter and use like maybe you you have 55 use the 50 for the letter in the on the five for the photos at the handshake event maybe but it does okay. Now the fact that it goes five stars, you can take the photos uh, with the members that said to future handshake event. It that presumes that you're going to be attending the handshake event, so right. it could be the tiered. I hmm. don't know. We'll, I don't. We'll have to investigate. We'll we'll buy we'll buy what we'll is buy it? two thousand albums. One album. Yeah. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you look at the preview for this? No, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm like, no, I'm, I don't, I'm not even sure I want to buy the one album. <laughs> goddamn third, goddamn fifth rate baby metal wannabes. <laughs> like, like, uh, 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 all right, hold on. Before we get, before we, before we become rude, I'm just gonna say this, right? One, there's a bunch of these girls, none of them are playing instruments. And you can go, hey, none of the girls from Baby Metal play instruments. One, two of them are dancers and backup vocals, and then one of them is a main vocalist, and then there's a band, right? So, yes, according, like, there's a band in this somewhere behind there, but when you have this many girls, can at least one of them pretend to play a guitar or a bass or something? And then it just looks like a bunch of girls having their own... Yeah, like... So I don't what what is the and it, like uh, yeah I don't know we'll I don't I, uh, we'll have to see more of it we'll have to see and like it, most of them don't even understand how to do the fucking like rock and roll kind of dancey things properly anyway but whatever yeah um, they're cute yeah they got that going for them which is nice mm. um. Much luck to them. We'll have to see if know. they're it, still it, together. It, it's kind of a, it's a weird gimmick. It's a very put together group, as if no group in Japan is put together. But uh, like you said, we'll have to kind of see what comes of it. Well, we'll have to see. Maybe we'll have to see if they're still around in a few months. Uh, if they, you know, if they're, if they're really serious about just like you know, fuck this. You didn't make top ten. You you're all disbanded. You're all fired. Uh, which is interesting. J pop, you so crazy. Um uh, but yeah, I think that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of How You Juku. Um Cast. What, what do you have going on in your neck of the woods? What is going on in your world? Um, what should be going on is a whirlwind of editing and putting together photos and uh, putting together the photo sets for people that I did. But I laid in bed all day. So I think what I'm going to do when this show ends is 
Oh, shit. I'm going to throw something on the floor. I'm going to throw on this for Manat CD um, and listen to four minute and uh, edit photos and shit. Uh, yes. We're going we're gonna to do that. Uh, also, in the near future, we're also going to have a discussion on a, on a random album we gra- grabbed there. I already sent Kaz his copy uh, mm-hmm. of the album. And we're going to listen to it. And we're going to have a future Halajuku talk so you can have that to keep track of. Uh, but yeah. Also, to all the, um, where the fuck did it go? No, yeah. keep keep going. Shout out to all the pair. Uh, with all them jealous bitches out there, your boy got the Hyuna card. Yeah, I so. Got, I got Jihyun. You got Jihyun. I like her. She's cute. I would I would, I would have liked Hyuna. Or Jihyun. <laughs> I would have liked Jihyun. Yeah. But you know what? There, there was a no great way. moment. There was a great moment of me watching PD open his and being like, oh, shit, I wonder what he's going to get. And then me opening mine and being like, well, I know I know I better see what I'm going to fucking get. And that awesome random moment of being like, shit, I got Hyuna. And he's like, uh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's no bad member of, of four men no. to get. They're all adorable and fun. It's just the There's one that. one you really want to get. Um, but yeah, that's it for us. He's at King Kaz. At King Kaz, about that me slash King Kaz. I'm at PD Rave, about that me slash PD Rave. The show is Halijuku, uh, kpoppodcast.com, halijuku.com, rebelli.net for this and other shows, youtube.com slash rebelli TV. Well, didn't they tell you, don't you know? Check out this youtube.com slash TV for this episode and for future videos, not only of our adventures at uh, ASIN, but one adventure at ASIN, but of uh, the video version of the next episode of Shooting the Shit with Tunary Black Guys, which I'm going to go ahead and work on editing uh, as soon as we're done. Uh, but check it out all on the YouTube page, all the things, watch all the things, subscribe to all the things. Uh, until next time. Hasta los huevos. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>